Welcome back to a very unique episode of Write That Down. Uh, part one of what makes it unique is Nate Ulrich is not here. Uh, and we have three different voices that you just heard. Uh, joining me is Emil Eklund. That's how you pronounce your last name. That is correct, okay. yes. I realize I never said that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> you did good. That was a good you. job. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, joining us for the first time. Uh, I don't even know if you listen to the podcast at all. I do. I do, Ooh. in fact. Well, good to know. Uh, joining us, and then also Harry Biddle. Uh, how, ma- how many times is this for you? This is number... Is this three? Three. This is or four. three, baby. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Give then... Uh, one of those jackets like the SNL. Yeah, the five-timers five club. Yeah. 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 Uh, we should, but not even Nate and I have jackets <laughs> yeah. of anything. Uh, and then we have Becca Ford for your second time on, correct? Yes, this yeah. is number two. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the reason that all three of these people are joining me today is because we're doing another SEPCADA. Uh, if you have not been listening, uh, SEPCADA stands for something that I'll probably get wrong. It's the super exclusive, productive, creative dialogue experience uh, allegiance or something yeah. basically the movie book club uh where we just talk about one single thing for an entire episode uh how it made us feel whether we liked it just different aspects of it and so we did all quiet on the western front followed by the documentary fire of love and since the show the last of us just ended uh its first season uh last week now it is uh, we thought that it would be fun to talk about that because this group of four here, we have been getting together every Sunday night to watch it as soon as it drops on HBO. Uh, and so what better crew to get together to talk about The Last of Us on HBO. Uh, so before we get into it, uh, just a heads up, we will get into spoiler discussion, but at this first little bit, we'll just give our initial thoughts and whether we liked it and, uh, recommend it and things like that. So, uh, listen up to that point when we get up to spoiler discussion and then go and watch the whole season. Uh, if you haven't already, it's only like 10 hours. So, uh, (laughs) but, uh, yeah. How are you guys all doing? Doing fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Nervous. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Oh, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> it's like being on TV. It's like no one can see me. Um, no. Okay. Do you want me to, give, do you want me to, do you want me to start us off? Give my thoughts? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just get into it. I, yes. think, I think we need to get into it because I think that's... Uh, before we, we do that, actually, I want to give context as to all of our experiences with The Last of Us. So The Last of Us, originally a game... Uh, that was released in 2013 for the PlayStation 3 and then was on the PlayStation 4. And now there's a remake on PlayStation 5. Uh, one of my favorite games of all time. I've played it many, many times. Uh, and then I recently, uh, in 2022, played through all of it uh, with Becca and Harry watching. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I felt like playing it again and I wanted these two to experience yeah. it. And I'm not good at video games sure so yeah there was no option that i would be playing <laughs> so watching was was the choice for sure me. and then emil you have played it i have correct? not played it no. but you've watched you watched I, it i watched it being played when it first came out sure so that it can... had been a while so a lot of it was refreshing to me sure and yeah uh, some surprises as well yeah and uh i have played the last of us part two uh but Do i know, know that oh you yeah you know what happens yeah 
<laughs> you know, it came out in June 2020, and I finished that thing in like five days. But we're playing. Uh, but the plan is. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, we're gonna. Again. I'm gonna play it for the group again. Yeah. Uh, at some point soon, I'm assuming. Sunday nights. Uh, so excited. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I know what happens. Uh, and I have. Have do you have any familiarity with Part Two Meal? Uh, I watched it a little bit, but I have not like gone through the whole game. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not going to, going to incorporate any of that into the conversation yeah. because I want that to be unspoiled. Yes. Uh, as, whether it's for the people at this table or for people who haven't played the games and are just watching along. Yes. That um, said, uh, season two for the show has been confirmed. Yeah. So and they've they've already said that uh, the game part two will span more than just one season. Uh, so. Uh, even when once we get like we'll play through part two, and then by the time season two ends, we still won't have reached. And I have ideas of how they're gonna handle that, but mm-hmm. we won't get into yeah, that. We're not but talking about that's a different yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I thought it would be good to know just our experiences yes. with the game because this is a TV adaptation of an existing property, uh, one that I think is like one of the best ever. Yeah. Uh, honestly spoilers in my thoughts but didn't yeah. we actually like when when we decided to watch you play the game it was in, in anticipation of the show coming out right i think so I'm, I, I don't know if that was the decision i think we wanted to play something together because yeah. harry and i were playing the witcher 3 and then you were like i want to watch, watch jacob play games <laughs> uh and then i was like well how about this last of us game and then it was like, we knew that the show was in development, but I think mm-hmm. around that time yeah. was when it, they said, hey, it's coming out yeah. uh, starting in January or whatever. So, right. yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Becca, what are your spoiler-free spoiler free thoughts and impressions, and do you recommend this? Um, yes, I recommend this show. And I had, I had someone ask me last week if it was a scary show, um, because I have a very low tolerance for scary <laughs> things generally speaking um and i i actually don't think it's a scary show i think it's a sad show yeah and it's it's scary but not in the way you think no yeah <laughs> not in the way you'd be expecting yeah um so if you're someone that like doesn't like horror um i wouldn't be worried i think you can watch this show <clears throat> i mean you know there are there's certain amounts of gore involved um, but it's very manageable, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, you just have to sign yourself up for, for some like major emotional commitment. <laughs> um, because this show will take you through it. Yeah. And you're going to be really attached to the characters and what happens to them. Um, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be meaningful and terrible. And you're going to love it. And you're going to yeah. hate it also. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I, I, that's my general. That's what I told this person. I was like, no, it's not really a scary show. It's, it's a sad show. Yeah. And it's worth watching for sure. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Uh, Harry, what about you? Uh, I loved it. Um, and I thought one of the really special things about it was as an adaptation, even the people who have played the video games aren't going to hate it for any mm-hmm. changes they made. Everything was incredibly tasteful. Um, though it doesn't particularly feel like a video game other than in some times mm-hmm. that I think adds to the really cool... Um, way they produced it Uh, another really fun part of it is there are or there at least one episode like episode three is an episode that you shouldn't watch standalone but could be watched standalone yeah and if you jumped in anywhere even without context it'll suck you in um but you should watch the whole way through it's yeah 
mm-hmm. well it's worth the experience it. yeah 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 uh, uh to your point about you know as an adaptation of the game that it is interesting how i don't think the gaminess necessarily comes through that much but you can you know go through a couple scenes and see like okay i see the mission that you're doing mm-hmm. in the game at this point and things like that but when i read a buzzfeed article the other day that had side-by-side comparisons of the game and the show did you yeah uh, well see I've, I've seen i've seen lots of comparisons and just the way that some scenes not necessarily mm-hmm. the gameplay yeah. but some scenes are they spot on yeah are yeah you know one one-to-one yeah. comparisons yeah uh, because the you know the writer so so sorry I know we're about to get to you Emil but no, uh, should be noted that uh, so there are two showrunners for the show one is Neil Druckmann who wrote and directed both games uh, and then Craig Mazin who uh, comes from the TV and film side of things who uh, has done a lot of things he actually I think he wrote at least the first Hangover movie and things like that so he has a <laughs> wide breadth in terms of genres that he dips into but most recently and probably most notably he also wrote and was the creator of chernobyl which is the hbo series about chernobyl uh and so uh they there's a podcast that i I listen to where they just dive into each episode after the episode airs and uh just interesting listening to craig mason say you know, we changed this for this reason, but for this scene, we didn't see any reason why we should change what was already written. So we just went with it. Right. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Emil, yeah. your thoughts? I also really enjoyed it. Um, I'm one who doesn't typically watch like long series with a lot of buildup and character development. I'm more into the um, shorter stuff and um, especially like series on YouTube and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would recommend it even if you're into that that kind of stuff normally um i think they do a lot of really really good character build up in a way that it's easy to follow and even if you, even if you miss something like at one point in the episode it's not hard to like pick it back up um and then i also really like how well they adapted into the game um i'm a huge fan of the witcher uh, games yeah um and i was really really disappointed hmm. with how the tv show came out so I'm really happy to see like someone actually adapt a game in a way that I think it was meant to be adapted in into a TV yeah. show. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, I also love this show to pieces. Uh, and it's something where I, I don't think I could say whether I prefer the show or the game. I think, you know, the game is a 10 out of 10 perfect to me. Uh, and the show is basically also there, but the differences, the changes that they make, make sense in terms of we're trying to make this a show and, you know, it's not like one is necessarily better than the other, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, I, I love it. Uh, and I think the two uh, leads, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey, Daddy. are <laughs> are amazing. Pedro, yeah. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> uh, yeah, uh, Last of Us Rules. Go watch it. It's on HBO. Uh, although it's going to be a painful wait for season two. Yeah. Because it's probably not going to be till like late 2024, maybe even 25. So Ugh. That's just my guesstimate. Yep. But, at least uh, we have the game to play. Yeah, we have the game. Uh, and I'll be curious at what parts they extenuate in the second game as well. Yeah. Because they're going to have to. Yeah. I, I would very much yeah. love to talk about how they're going to do this because... Well, hit follow for yeah. a future episode. Yeah, 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 for once we play Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so now we're going to get into spoiler territory. So if you haven't watched the show, (laughs) uh, go watch it right now. Uh, But if you have watched it or don't care, uh, stick around. And so I think what's going to make the most sense is if we just go episode by episode. Uh, And obviously uh, we are chaotic, so we might jump around. But uh, just to give some structure as to where we're going uh there are nine total episodes uh and so we'll just spend some time talking about uh each one uh how does that sound to you guys great you're gonna have to remind me about which yes yeah for sure yeah Yeah. so in the audience yeah yeah uh so episode one uh when you're lost in the darkness this is the first episode that uh was actually originally supposed to be two episodes uh but uh, they decided that it made more sense and would actually keep people watching to combine them. And so this is uh, the backstory for Joel, played by Pedro Pascal, uh, and his daughter Sarah, and introducing his brother Tommy, uh, and all the stuff that happens there, as well as the uh, introductions uh, to the new world in the 20 years uh, of the apocalypse with the fungal cordyceps infection. Uh, and there we meet Ellie, uh, and they learn at the very end of the episode that she's infected, and they're trying to take her to the Firefly group uh, to get her out to one of their labs. So, uh, any thoughts that just stick out from that, Harry? I mean, for the first three weeks after watching that episode, I tried to show everyone I could the <laughs> opening yes. sequence. Yeah. Um, which was just so impactful in such an interesting, new, tasteful way. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, saying the open the opening scene that's like set in the sixties? In the sixties, yeah, yeah. That, that bit that yeah. Uh, yeah really hits home. Talking about the Earth warming up a little bit and uh, starts it off really making the. The premises of a zombie apocalypse so much more real yeah. than watching Zombieland or Night of the Living Dead, any of those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this one it starts off in a way that's like, hey, here are some scientists who are explaining how this could be a real thing, which is obviously something that the video game creators put a lot of thought into yeah. with it. And also interesting with that opening bit that so this is the the scene in the 60s where they're on some talk show and these two scientists are talking about the possibility of pandemics and things like that. Uh, And the guy who focuses on or who's talking about the possibility of a fungal pandemic uh, and gets laughed off, he they hit home the idea that uh, there's no cure for this right which ends up being pretty integral for the rest of the yep. the series mm-hmm. uh uh which we'll dive into more but it's i love that they just introduce that concept mm-hmm. and like you're saying just make it that much more uh realistic or hitting home mm-hmm. yeah especially with the mention of a pandemic yeah as well and being like oh no i'm not worried about a pandemic which has We've all lived through one at this point mm-hmm. and have felt the effects. So, yeah, um, yeah, that, that, I mean, the whole episode's incredible, but that opening scene just really hit me hard. Yeah. yeah. And especially for like the, the scientific explanation to be like actually feasible, right. like not totally far fetched. I mean, yeah. is 
you know, I mean, it's not maybe not completely realistic, but like, you know, for them, the way they talk about it, it's like, oh, am I allowed to swear on this? Sure. (laughs) No, fuck, this could happen. (laughs) Like in our real lives. Yeah. It just heightens the show. Yeah. Uh, Which is immediately followed by the jump to 2003, where we meet Joel and Sarah. And there's that whole thing, which is a 30 minute sequence on its own that would just tear you apart and they could just end it there um and uh yeah you meet joel and and see his daughter die mm-hmm. and things like that uh and that's rough in his arms yeah mm-hmm. that's rough stuff to watch but so well done and just really i think takes the it elongates the opening from the game i think in an effective way where you yeah. see more of it like you're following sarah more mm-hmm. so than Joel. Mm-hmm. It was crazy mm-hmm. how fast they made you attached into Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she was only on screen for, what, 20, 30 minutes, yeah. like you said? And yeah. you, you, like, felt for her mm-hmm. in it. Um, some cool stuff that I want to point out from that. Uh, the scene where Sarah is in her neighbor's house, and then she's, like, looking at the movies, and then there's the old grandma mm-hmm. in the chair uh, behind her, and then she starts twitching and opens her mouth, like, out of focus and stuff. Mm-hmm. Spooky, yeah, Yeah. real spooky. Yeah, that's that's a scary part. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But uh, yeah, Yeah, that's like the first time that you see like the infection happen. Yeah, yeah, because you you hear on the radio they mentioned something about uh, Jakarta, right? Yeah, Um, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know they just brush it off. They're like, "Where's Jakarta?" Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, that's not anywhere near us. We don't have to worry about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sounds like our lives two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> right, really. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that whole first bit, I, I think they did that the best that they possibly could. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. And uh, I, th- I thought that the, to add again to the fear factor of it, when you've played the video game, you get used to being able to outrun a lot of zombies, generally. Right. Uh, and then in this in this first episode, some of the infected are just recklessly crazy fast. Yeah. yeah. And that just like as somebody who was who's used to playing Call of Duty zombies where you can run in circles and they'll never catch up to you basically. And then yeah. watching this Last of Us game where really the dynamics of it have to be that you can be able to get away from some of these, mm-hmm. especially in Last of Us where you are constantly trying to find ammo and everything like that, making everything count. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when coming from expecting that to seeing all of a sudden, like the chase scene. With a full-on sprinting zombie. Full-on sprinting yeah. zombie running through just, that kitchen. Just, yeah, crashing into like, yeah. moving tables and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Crazy. Wild. Yeah, heart heart rate jumping on that one. Yeah, yep. and then the you know the soldier who yes. uh, Joel and Sarah run into, uh, who you know the like they crash their car. Sarah's ankles hurts, and the army isn't taking any chances, and they just decide to shoot all these civilians, uh, and Sarah ends up getting shot. Mm-hmm. And uh, kind of informs Joel's character for the rest of the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, 
and it introduces you to this just like the element of fear that I feel like carries through the rest of the show where like no one is trusting anyone yeah and there's just this like pulsing element of like fear for everyone and it starts in that very first like scene when the soldier's like okay I'm just gonna kill him yeah that's what my boss told me to do yeah first they didn't want to you could tell but then he got their orders and yeah are you sure yeah right and then we jump 20 years in the future uh, to Boston. So the intro is in Austin, Texas. Now we're in Boston, Mass. Uh, and Joel's just living his life, doing mm-hmm. his stuff as a smuggler. Uh, and we meet Tess, mm-hmm. who is his partner in crime. Uh, and then uh, we see the intro to Ellie. Uh, and I think really quickly they capture Ellie's character from the game uh, where she when she's chained up. Uh, and is immediately, you know, the smart Alec and just swearing up a storm and stuff like that. Uh, Bella Ramsey kills it. Um, a little spitfire. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think there's not too much else in that first episode outside of, uh, you know, Joel and Ellie meet and then you find out, uh, really it's that last scene where they're confronted by a soldier uh, as they're trying to escape boston mm-hmm. uh and that's in the first episode yeah that's the ending for oh. the first episode where and he fucking punches him yeah and yeah the, he's he has the the gun up at joel and then it's the flashback to the same thing with sarah mm-hmm. and he just instead of sitting by he like runs at him and just punches him to death yeah yeah it's the first time you get the hint of like these characters are complex and something's yeah. happening. Yeah. And and uh, as Ellie watches this, you know, she's an orphan uh, as established at that point and she's watching this, you know, father figure protect him and, and he's just beating the crap out of this soldier and she kind of likes it. She's, nice. <laughs> yeah. she's, yeah. she's just watching. So, yeah, yeah. interesting stuff. Someone has her back for the first time in a probably right. a very, very long time. Yeah. Since her best friend died, as yeah. we find out later. Yeah. Yeah. Extra spoiler right there. Extra spoiler. Yeah. Right <laughs> Future spoiler. Yeah. Well, and that, like, bringing that up and that commentary up uh, makes me want to mention that if, like, if you watched all the episodes but you didn't go past the what's next after the credits... Yeah. And into the behind the scenes. The behind mm-hmm. the scenes are well worth a watch. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you get things, tastes of things like that. Yeah. In the behind the scenes episodes. Yeah. Um, and then the second episode, uh, you love it, but I'm not sure there's too much to, to talk about with this one. So this is, well, actually, first off, there's the intro scene where it's the uh, mycologist in Indonesia, in mm-hmm. Jakarta. Right. Uh, that's the Indonesian government calls in to analyze. So it, we find out that Jakarta is where the outbreak started. And yep. it started at this like yeast factory. Uh, and then that's how the cordyceps spread and things like that. Uh, and one of my favorite moments uh, from those first few episodes is when, uh, you know, the mycologist is learning that like this infection is spreading and, uh, at this yeast factory and then the soldier she asks the soldier like how many of the infected uh have you not been able to find and they're like uh 13 people and then like her she's holding a teacup and starts trembling and then the soldier's like well what do we do and she just says bomb (laughs) 
It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I love yep. that so much. <laughs> Shivers. No yeah. other answer. <laughs> yeah. But isn't is isn't this episode when uh Tess It is, yeah. Yes. So so most of the episode so is them trying to find their way across uh Boston to the like state house where they're supposed to meet up with the Firefly group. Mm-hmm. Uh and so this is probably the most horror y of yeah. Uh, the show. It's where you see clickers for the first time. Yep. Uh, well, except and all for maybe that. the episode where the with the hole in the ground. Mm, true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, okay. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, the the big part is definitely as they're fighting the clickers, we find out that Tess got infected, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a shame because that actor killed it as Tess, but yeah. mm-hmm. just because of the the story. She's only in like two episodes. Well, and that's, that scene I thought was incredible. Because in the game, the way that she dies, like, I mean, yeah. she gets infected and, and everyone knows she's infected and she stays behind to like bomb the building and kill all the zombies that are chasing them. But then she has that death kiss yeah, where with I, that zombie. I love the design of the zombies where it's it's the mushrooms growing out of their mouth and yeah. into mm-hmm. Tessa's. Mm-hmm. Uh, an interesting thing is in the game, it's actually not zombies. Uh, right. It's the the Fedra soldiers that yeah. are coming after them. Right. But they just right. thought it made more sense to yeah. uh, as a, an immediate threat, and they introduced the concept of like the the fungal network that if like mm-hmm. you step on this one spot, it'll alert a lot of zombies like two mm-hmm. miles away. Um, Which is also not like that's scientifically relatively sound sure yeah technically yeah 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 you're a you're a science person so i guess for yeah. this podcast <laughs> yeah. that. um but i, I thought that not. scene with the with the kiss was such a cool change from the game yeah, yeah. it was a really it's one of the creepiest scenes in the whole tv show too yeah yeah um but uh yeah moving on to episode three unless you guys have anything else to add about i was gonna say classic hbo had to put nudity in one of the episodes (laughs) (laughs) yeah but but it's just like a dead body on a table yeah uh, at the very beginning but like dead like yeah honestly that was the creepiest thing to me when she sticks the the tweezers little tweezers or pen yeah and and she like cuts open like her bite on oh, her ankle yeah. and it's just yeah it's just nasty looking yeah mm-hmm. um this is at the beginning with jakarta again with my mycologist mm-hmm. um probably uh episode three probably one of the best episodes of tv i've ever seen uh i have a list of like my favorites uh but episode three is the one with bill and frank yeah uh, uh which is a major departure from the game yeah uh yes. But in in such a, a, you know, in a way that makes sense to depart. Whereas the game, you're just traveling with Frank across his town. And you learn a little bit about, oh, his history with, uh, or Bill. Uh, and you're traveling with Bill. And then you hear a little bit about Frank. Uh, but here, it's basically like Harry was mentioning. This is the one that you might be able to just watch on its own. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you just see the the growth of these two characters and how they met during the pandemic and their own little mini town and things like that yeah so um, if uh if you're if you've listened ahead so that uh because you're not gonna watch the show but you like our voices i would i would recommend watching this episode finding somebody with hbo max and watching yeah. this episode at least mm-hmm. yeah it's it's just a master class and just like a 
a single episode of TV that isn't necessarily like the like it doesn't end on a cliffhanger or anything like that. It's just telling the story of these two characters, uh, just so that we see how Joel and Ellie get their car mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Nick Offerman, man. He killed it. Yeah. He someone absolutely killed it. You just associate with Parks and Rec as Ron Swanson, but then he comes in and does this. <laughs> this and, is epic yeah. character. And he wasn't even supposed to be Bill. It was someone else who they who they cast, and then he had to drop out due to the scheduling stuff, and they're really? like, hey, Nick, can you do this? And then just crushes wow, him. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I watched in an interview that his wife, I'm forgetting her name, sadly. Megan Mullally. Yeah, Megan yeah. Mullally. Um read he was he read the like nick offerman read it said you know what i i should probably do this and megan read the episode and was like yeah yeah you're you're going to calgary we're sending sending you to canada you're you're definitely in this episode yeah um also has a scene that i love which is at the end with joel and ellie where uh you know at this point joel and ellie have a strange relationship uh and uh joel finally says okay fine i'll take you because up to this point his job has been to take ellie to someone else who will then take her to mm-hmm. uh, out west mm-hmm. to the firefly lab but here he's finally saying okay i'm going west anyways to meet up with tommy well we'll we'll go but these are the ground rules and i love that whole scene mm-hmm. uh almost one to one from the game uh but uh is this when she no this is not when she gets the gun yet uh, she steals the gun at the very end. It's, yeah. it's Frank's from gun from like the desk that she That's just opens, really and then right. she hides it in her backpack. Yeah, but he doesn't know yet. Does yeah, no, nope. yeah. We we can't forget to mention the start of the episode before we get to Bill and Frank. The whole bit of them walking along the road, mm. and it really feeds into what the world is. So things like pointing out a plane. And um, Ellie being like, oh, my God, that's a plane. I've never seen one of those before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and, you guys got to go around in the sky. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then there's that mass grave that it brings us back to. The reality sort of it. helps to put into the consideration to Frank. But you see a you see like a child's shirt and um Something that a woman would be wearing, and then it flashes back to this woman holding a child, getting on a yeah. bus that, or something to that effect. Yeah, like that, an army. Yeah, that bus, the army yeah. is just taking these people out to kill them because they don't have space. Yeah, in the quarantine zones. But of course, not telling them that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, also, in that walk, we this doesn't become that important. Uh, until the final episode, but it's also where we get the story of like a little scar on Joel's face mm. uh, of the guy who tried to shoot and miss. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so uh, yeah, just like Ellie asking all these questions, uh, and we'll we'll get to that scene because yeah. uh, I, I mm. love that. But Joel just little hints there. Any of that? Yeah. Is is the gas station scene in this episode as well? Uh, that is the beginning of episode four. Okay, um, I'll wait for on that one. We should uh, talk about Bill and Frank. Uh, well, do we have anything else we want to? I don't even like. How, what do you say about Bill and Frank? Yeah. I feel like you have to watch it. Yeah. It's the most epic love story. It's yeah, just most epic love story. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's yeah, compelling and sad and yeah. lovely. 
Yeah. I think the when they first meet each other, um, as Frank is trying to convince his Bill to let him in to have something to eat or to have a, a place to rest yeah. and all of yeah. that. Um, it's really cool to see though that whole part I'm sort of thinking there's no reason like there's no way he convinces Bill to let him in but with how or yeah with how Frank is so quick and like makes fun of Bill or contradicts him while a gun's pointed at him yeah shows like shows what kind of person Frank is and really helps to build a foundation for why Bill is willing to let him in and mm-hmm. how they are so compatible as such different people. Yeah. Yeah. And this episode's like an, a continued commentary on the broader idea of fear and not trusting anyone because it's like, like you, you know, in the first couple episodes, you just have all these instances where people aren't trusting each other and someone dies, someone gets killed or whatever. And like, you have then you have this beautiful story of someone deciding to trust someone and then it's like this amazing love story existing in this terrible world yeah and it's like the first time that you're kind of introduced to that idea of like but what if people still like decided to trust each other even though the world is terrible and we found out later that it does work right yeah Mm -hmm. um one (laughs) other thing that I wanted to mention uh that also just feeds into Joel's journey uh because up to this point you know uh once Tess dies he's closed off about you know he's like we don't talk about Tess or whatever Mm -hmm. uh when Joel and Ellie reach Bill and Frank's house and Ellie's reading the letter uh and there's the parts of the letter I just pulled it up where Bill says uh to Joel I used to hate the world and I was happy when everyone died but I was wrong because there was one person worth saving and that's what I did I saved him and I protected him that's why men like you and me are here. We have a job to do, and God help anyone who stands in our way. Um, just kind of speaks to basically the rest of what Joel does, even though yep. he's still denying that he's like, yeah, this this Ellie girl is, is pretty funny mm-hmm. uh, and might remind him of his own daughter and things like that. But uh, I loved that bit. Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, in that this whole episode, though, it doesn't push along what's going on um, throughout the show it also puts a commentary on who Joel is as in relation to being the bill of his relationship with Tess mm-hmm. yeah yep. Tess is to Frank and yeah as uh, or Tess is to Joel as yeah. Frank is to Bill mm-hmm so, uh, then we have episode four, uh, which opens with the gas station scene. And so we see Ellie pointing the gun at the bathroom mirror and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And she clearly knows Bad her way safety. around a gun because she was an orphan being raised at like the military school. Yep. Um, but still, <laughs> just her eagerness to have a gun. Uh, a little too much. Um, and this is where we get some cute stuff with... Uh, like in the car and uh, things like that. Um, but before that, isn't this when she kills that zombie? Uh, ooh, that's actually the beginning of the Bill and Frank episode. Oh, Good it's call. The yeah, when they're like they're in some other store getting supplies, and yeah, she finds uh, she goes downstairs 
and find some tampons. Uh, and then there's the like zombie that's crushed under the rubble that's still alive. And yeah, she goes in and just like is toying with it and like like takes her knife and just like carves its head open. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then stabs it. And she's angry. She stabs it very Mm -hmm. aggressively, but we don't know know why until later. But we get a like we get a glimpse of how violent, what kind of violence she's capable of. Yeah, yeah. And then we yeah, looking back on it, we get to see, we get to understand why she had those feelings towards that zombie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so we have the, the car conversation with, that's somewhat one-to-one with the, the game where there's the magazine, <laughs> uh, the playgirl or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, well, in this uh, case it was Frank's, wasn't it? So it was gay porn. Yeah. <laughs> well, that it's, it, well, yeah, it's the same thing in the game. Oh, okay. basically. Yeah. I don't know what the magazine is. Uh, I don't read. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, they also have the, um, like they're camping out, uh, Mm -hmm. and, uh, just some fun scenes. Like there's the pun book, Mm -hmm. uh, that's introduced in this episode. Uh, and he's like slowly starting to laugh. Mm -hmm. Um, but we also see the, the hints that he's not, you know, who he previously might've been. Like he's having trouble hearing and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. And Ellie's like, you don't hear so well on your left side. It's like probably because of all the shooting, so you should yep. not do that. I didn't even um, remember that, but that now that we know what yeah. what that scar is actually about, yeah, yeah, it's from that, yeah, but um, also from all the shooting, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. but yeah. on his left side, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, then we get to Kansas City, uh, which they are attacked by some raiders and they're in the shootouts uh, and things like that. Joel tells Ellie to go hide in the wall. Uh, and then probably one of my favorite parts of this episode is then when Joel's pinned on the ground by one of the, the last raider. And Ellie takes out her gun and shoots him like basically in, in the butt. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then she's like, instead of being so excited about shooting a gun, she's horrified by what yep. she did. And, like, the guy starts screaming for his mom mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He's like, I can't feel my legs. Oh, I yep. hated that episode. Yeah. And, uh, shot him right in the spine. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. then Joel takes the gun and then picks up the knife that the guy dropped. And then he's like, go back into the wall. Mm-hmm. And then you and just... And we don't hit another bullet. Yeah. And then you just hear, like... Yep. Yeah. And she's just crying. Mm-hmm. Um, man. Oh, that was tough to watch because that you yeah. don't that I mean that scene like that happens in the game, but yeah, not a similar like that. thing. Yeah, I don't remember it being different. that graphic in the game. Yeah, in the game it happens later where you're like in a hotel, uh, and uh, Ellie Ellie doesn't have a gun. She picks up the one that Joel dropped and then shoots mm-hmm. the guy, and uh, it's much less traumatic like, uh, I don't for Ellie crying in the game. for his yeah. mom. Yeah, in the game, like that was oh. yeah. But uh, that happens, and then you you get glimpses of the Kansas City Raiders who basically overthrew Fedra yep. in that quarantine zone, and they're uh, supposed to make the place better. Yeah, supposedly. and there's um, a new character, like a leader of them. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Melanie Linsky is the actor. Is it Kathleen? Kathleen. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, who? <laughs> oh, when I when I watched this with my dad, uh, he made a really good description of kathleen because when you like listen to kathleen's voice and stuff like that you don't necessarily 
gets the ruthless leader kind of thing. It's evil behind it. Yeah. Uh, but my dad said uh, she, she reminded him of like a band booster parent. <laughs> I was like, that's perfect. Yeah. That's exactly what she seems like. That That is what she seems like. But, but um, she's, gosh, she's got rage. Yeah. Uh, and you hear the hints about this, these two guys that they're trying to find, Sam and Henry. Um, but you don't meet them until the very end of the episode where uh, uh, they're going to sleep and Joel says, like, Joel asks about Ellie having said that she killed someone before. And she's like, I don't want to talk about it. Uh, but then she, it still ends on a happy note where she gives another pun and Joel laughs. Mm-hmm. So like, that's, oh, that's, a, that's a cute moment. But then the episode ends where they have guns in their face. Yeah, they fell asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Woken up with yeah. Yeah. And didn't wake up from the glass. Yeah, because Joel ro- rolled over onto his bad side. Yep. Yeah. Um, which he said he wouldn't do. Right. <laughs> but uh, He also said he wouldn't fall asleep during watch, which yes. he, he did multiple times. Yeah. Um, well, did he do that in the first that's, I think he was awake in the first bit because he was staring yeah, that much. Yeah, yeah, he did it. Like, yeah, future. yeah. If, I think in the after the Kansas City yeah. episode, mm-hmm. second episode. But uh, yeah, um, any other thoughts on this episode four? I mean, great. It's interesting to see Kathleen before most of her background comes in in episode five, mm-hmm. killing yeah. the doctor. Like that happens yeah. episode four. Yeah. She's supposed to be helping um, the community and kills the person who's most capable of helping. Yeah. yeah. We we see the hint of like the ground moving yeah. and she chooses to do nothing oh, about it. Right. Yeah. Um, do you see that? Yeah. And we we hear about the reason Kansas City is so safe is because they put all the zombies on the ground. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so Fred Fedra who did that. Yeah. And so you're like, oh fuck. <laughs> like Yeah. What is going on with the ground moving like it's about to explode? Yeah. Uh, before we move on to episode five, also the first, I think it's this is the first appearance of uh, someone from the game who shows mm, up. Yeah. Well, Marlene shows up yeah. in the first episode, right, yeah. who is played by the same actor as the game. Yeah. Uh, but in this episode, uh, Kathleen's uh, like right hand man, I forget the character's name, Perry, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, is the actor who plays Tommy, Joel's brother, in the game. Uh, and I just like, there's a few more of those scattered around, and I, I just love that connection. It was really cool if we incorporate the voice yeah. actors from the game into the universe of the TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, then we get to episode five, which we learn about Henry and Sam. We get more about their background, and uh, Sam is the younger brother who had slash has leukemia, um, which is why they're on the run in order to get medicine. Henry had to uh, give up Kathleen's brother and stuff like that. Uh, they become friends with Joel and Ellie, uh, especially Ellie and Sam, yeah. and it's very cute. Um, one big difference in this is that Sam is deaf in the game or in the show, mm-hmm. uh, which is not the case. He's actually like in this in the show, Sam is probably like nine mm-hmm. or eight uh, and mm-hmm. deaf, whereas in the game he's like Ellie's age. Uh, and uh, not deaf. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just an interesting uh, change to make, especially showing a, a different aspect of how people have to survive in this. Right. Yep. Like having to imagine and seeing how he has to navigate this like terrifying world, and he ha- and he doesn't yeah. he can't he doesn't have the option of like hearing yeah. things. Like it's, it adds this new element of like 
Wow. Especially where there are zombies that come to you based off of hearing. Yeah. Like right. They can't see you, but they can hear. And that's yeah. how, and, and so, yeah, just another layer of fear. He has no idea how fear. much noise he's making or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but he has like the like etch a sketch like mm-hmm. board to write on, uh, which I think is kind of an ingenious yeah. way to yeah. handle that. Um, and, and signing, they do a lot of signing in this episode, yes. which is yeah. really cool too. They do, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so they go through the tunnels, and uh, a big part from the game is in those tunnels that you go under. You see like the remnants of the community, uh, where like they're in the school and like playground area mm-hmm. kind of thing and stuff like that. Um, and uh, Joel, you know, bonds a little bit more with Henry, even though he's initially more standoffish, uh, more typical Joel. Um, but uh, the big stuff is the ending where they take out the sniper uh, as they're leaving town. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then Kathleen and all of her uh, people come up. Her whole posse. Yeah. And they're about to kill Sam, Henry and Ellie. Um but then the ground shaking comes up and you see all the zombies well, in the bloater. First it swallows this like army Like a truck, truck. yeah. You see, the, you see this like mm-hmm. army truck like this just six fall, by six. Yeah, yeah, into the yeah. earth. And, and you're like, what the hell? Like it's an enormous hole. And then you like, there's a pause for like a couple seconds. And then this like horde just, of zombies just yeah. comes like poof, rushing out. Which is another just, reason why the behind the scenes things are so cool. Because you see that and I assumed it was mostly CG. Right. zombies but then in the behind the scenes you see yep. hundreds of people in zombie makeup yep. running out of that hole and they it's only, so cool yeah. and they're yeah. trampling each other yeah, yeah. Like, uh-huh. what an incredible job those actors that yeah yeah won't get enough credit did yeah um and, and so the only just, thing that was cgi was the bloater yeah and they were originally going for a bloater like in makeup but they just couldn't get it make it look big enough to be like actually yeah. intimidating compared yeah. to the rest of the zombies so they have to go with cgi for that yeah so the the, the cg was still pretty good for that yeah but, oh, yeah. Uh, it, there are definitely some moments where it is kind of a little bit more janky mm-hmm. than everything else but uh mm-hmm. it is cool seeing like in the background when he's killing the bloaters killing perry and it basically does like a death animation from the game where it just rips perry in half mm-hmm. <laughs> which is like hey i Saw that many times when I died. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm perfect. I never died. Uh, no, but um, and I think the other important part. So, like the scene at the end turns like completely chaotic because there's yeah. like hundreds of maybe a thousand zombies like scattering around, eating everyone. And Ellie and Sam and Henry, Henry, yeah, are separated from Joel because Joel is up in the tower, yeah, where, with he the killed, away. where he had killed the sniper, and so this is like the oh, first yeah. time where you see Joel like stressed out of his mind that he's not with Ellie and he can't protect yeah. her the way he wants yeah. to. But he's just like sniping a path for her. Yes, it's so cool. Yep. Yes, yeah. but you get this like glimpse into like, oh, he's he loves her, and that yeah. was like the can't. most video game mission like scene yeah. in the game in the TV yeah. show, I think. Yeah, yeah, and the the baby. Girl zombie, oh, yeah, the yeah. Little toddler girl yeah. zombie, which is probably from that underground community, yep. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, right. who kills Kathleen, Kathleen. in the end, yeah. like yeah. what good justice that, yeah. right? Uh, another minor detail that I love from that before the real big thing af- in the aftermath of all that is the fact that Ellie, as all this chaos is happening, she goes back to to Joel's initial instructions from the previous episode. And sees the hole in the window for the truck and goes in and hides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which then the girl clicker comes in and yep. ruins that hiding spot. But uh, right. 
just kind of cool to see mm-hmm. her listening in that way and taking that to heart. It's like, okay, what would Joel tell me to do? Right. In this mm-hmm. moment. Hide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. You see their like team dynamic for the first time. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Playing out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then the clicker tears apart Kathleen and they get away and they go to a motel. Uh, and this is, this is honestly after, uh, Sarah dying in the first episode, like episode three with Bill and Frank tragic, but it's still like a, a bittersweet ending. Like yeah. there's some happiness because they're dying on their own terms, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then, uh, you know, they're getting along. Joel tells Henry like, Hey, we're going to Wyoming. You're welcome to join us. And Henry's like, yeah. That'd be great. Uh, they're finally getting along. But then we see that Sam's infected. And Sam is talking to Ellie about, uh, like, do you think they're still alive in there? Mm-hmm. Uh, and probably the one of the biggest things to, as we keep building with the idea of, does this, is she actually able to cure someone? Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, she, this doesn't happen in the game. She cuts open her palm. To try to put her blood into his bite. So unsanitary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very which, unsanitary. Which would never work. <laughs> no matter what. Yeah. But you can tell, like, you, you get this glimpse of her, like, desperation. Yeah. Like, she, if she has I need to this, have this purpose. I need this to mean something. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, those not people have died for her at this right. point. Right, yeah. right. She's and, really looking for a reason to be alive. Yeah, and, and she's, you know, she's been getting along really well with Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just so sad when, uh, like, this is... I don't think I finished my thought. That's probably the most depressing thing in the show since Sarah's death. Yeah. Uh, is Sam says, will you stay awake with me? Uh, and then Ellie's like, yeah, but then she does fall asleep and she walks up to Sam in the morning, yep. but he doesn't turn because he's still deaf. Yep. Until uh, she touches him. Right? Yeah. Until mm-hmm. she, she touches his shoulder and then he turns and like starts going at her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's still pretty one-to-one from the game where uh, Henry initially shoots Joel away from getting his gun. Uh, but then Henry ends up killing Sam, his brother, uh, then killing himself. Uh, and so, so unbelievably sad. Yeah. But so well done. Yeah, the acting was So well executed. Yeah. Uh, but it's... Oh, that's, that's terrible. That's honestly probably the scene when, you know, you hear that they're doing a Last of Us show... Is I was like, I hope they get the Sam and Henry bit right. Because mm-hmm. there are so many impactful moments from the game. But that's one where I just, rem- I remember sitting uh, at home playing the game for the first time. And it's like 2 a.m. I can't stop playing. And then that happens. It's Henry kills his brother <laughs> and then kills himself. I'm like, okay, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> like, just I need so, a moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Intense stuff. And then uh, you also, we get the added bit that we don't get from the game, which is them burying. Is that in the same? I couldn't remember. Is that in this episode or at the beginning? It's it's at the very end of this episode. Um, And uh, Ellie leaves the Etch-a-Sketch thing saying, I'm sorry. And Joel sees him like, oh, well. Yeah. And you can tell that Ellie's, yeah, really torn up that like her, I mean, again, the blood, blood thing wouldn't have worked anyway, but she's just like feeling like, like, yeah, what's the what's the point what's of this? Point, yeah. yeah. Um, any other thoughts on this episode? Not to drag on about this episode, but I had four other thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Starting off with the first, the opening, the opening of this episode 
is when Kansas City Rebels win and yeah. they mm-hmm. are dragging live Fedra people behind trucks. They are just mutilating people. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a show of brutality of a group that you would probably be rooting for to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, another highlight piece of it is separating Kathleen from her brother. And mm-hmm. when Perry comes in to talk to her in her childhood room, yeah, and she talks about how uh, her brother would have or told her specifically to let it go about Henry and like mm-hmm. specifically about uh, Sam and Henry, right? Let alone in general being more forgiving and everything. And she's sort of like, "Well, I'm he's not here anymore. I'm the leader now." And yeah, this is something. Mm-hmm. And then Perry's like, "Listen, we're." Like we loved your brother, but he he isn't the one who set us free. You did, yeah, mm-hmm. and and just showing that like he's backing her up. You know? Yeah, no matter what happens. Um, let's see the scene in the school where Sam talks about why he's being followed. Henry he's, yeah. or Henry, yeah, Han- yeah, Henry talks about that to Joel, yeah. and like is trying to show some relation to Joel as a uh, as like a f- father figure mm-hmm. and then saying but I'm far from perfect because of what I did is yeah. such an impactful and it's so hard to gauge how Joel feels about that whole yeah. situation because he knows he's done just as bad or worse but he also has judgment in his eyes yeah, yeah. because you and, talk to the feds because because at first like when they they meet each other henry says like oh i was an informant and joel's like nope i don't work with rats yeah mm-hmm. uh but then it, in that conversation you see the gears starting to turn mm-hmm. and, and things like that and i think henry says something to the effect of uh like am i a bad guy i did a bad guy thing so i'm the bad guy right uh, mm-hmm. but joel's like but no I, trying- I i get it though yeah right mm-hmm. he was trying to help yeah. his brother any way he can yeah right. that's the only way he could yeah yeah Who's being a protector, which is yep. Joel's thing. Yep. Yeah. Gets it. yeah. And then the, the last thing I had was a thought of a flaw in logic. And I brought it up during the episode, and I forget what everybody's response was to this. But the whole, um, I think the bloater tearing Perry in half was an awesome homage to the game. But given the fact that the whole point from the start of this fungus is that it wants to survive through hosts. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me that what the bloater would be doing would be just destroying possible new hosts and mm-hmm. tossing them to the side mm-hmm. and yeah. like not really caring about infecting at all. Mm-hmm. That the bloater is just... all about brutality, which yeah. is completely opposite of the end of the second episode, where it's like, oh, if you're not going to fight us, we'll connect spores through a kiss, basically, mm-hmm. yeah. because. As this fungus, it's our goal to survive mm-hmm. uh, and spread. Um, I wonder if it's like they're they're they are probably still defensive, so they see this guy who's just loading uh, it, like an automatic gun mm-hmm. into him. It's like okay, well you're dead. <laughs> yeah, or something right. like that. It was a threat. Yeah, more more a threat more than it was an opportunity to infect. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I see where you're coming from there. Yeah. yeah, it is interesting to think about animal behavior wise. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Next episode? 
Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So, oh, okay. So episode six. Uh, so they, Joel's reunited with Tommy in Wyoming. Uh, we get the the intro bit with the couple in that like remote cabin mm-hmm. uh, yeah, who are fantastic. Awesome. <laughs> Love them. Uh, what, what? How does the line go? Where it's like, did you tell them where we are? Yeah. Did you tell them the truth? Yeah. Are you telling me <laughs> the truth? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why uh, did you shoot him? The gun was way the over, there. over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and. Uh, a little illusion where Joel's doing his interrogation tactic where he says, show me where we need to go on this map and it better be the same place that your friends mm-hmm. points uh-huh. to and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Which um, which is foreshadowing yeah. for two episodes from then. Yeah. Um, but then after that, we we get to, to Jackson, uh, Wyoming, and we see the whole little community. Which was filmed in Jackson. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. I've been to Jackson. Looks like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Except without the zombies. That's it. <laughs> exactly like with that. With the big wall around it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You would have thought if they filmed it there that it would look like that. You know, who would have thought? Yeah. We, we get Joel reuniting with Tommy and some tension there. Uh, Tommy is now with Maria, who's like one of the leaders of the, the Jackson community. Um, but voted for it. Didn't elect herself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of my favorite bits where uh, Joel's like, oh, so you're com- communists. And, yeah. and he's like, no, 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 it's not like that. And then Maria's like, no, that's exactly what this yeah. is. This is a commune. We're communists. Tommy, <laughs> he's like, Tommy wait, what? Wait, I was <laughs> yeah. in the military fighting communists. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, some really good scenes of them, Joel and Tommy, fighting uh, some allusions to the second game that we won't get into. Uh, but I... We talked about it uh, personally. Yeah, it's not a spoiler. I'm just saying it's. Uh, oh, see, I didn't know there were illusions in this episode. Uh, well, but just I do remember this episode is the Diva Cup. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yep. Yeah, yep. I thought that, that was, was such a great because I was not in the game. Not the, no, not yeah, that was in the game. Yeah. And that was like just a really nice touch of yep. reality of like people still have periods yeah, during world this, ending. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, global. Um, and yeah. Resources aren't easy to come by, so yeah. tampons aren't just like something you go no. buy for less than throwing dead bodies into a right. A diva cup's like a prized yeah. possession yeah. in this yeah. world. Yeah, it's a it's, it's kind of similar in terms of the needs that you don't think about uh, when you're like playing the game or something. But I love in the second episode where Ellie's like, "I have to go pee," and then uh, they toss her a magazine. Hmm. Toilet paper. Yeah, <laughs> it's like there's an empty spot in that room. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, but uh, yeah, and this is uh, where Joel earns his Emmy nomination, where Pedro Pascal earns his Emmy nomination, uh, talking to Tommy about how he's grown attached mm-hmm. to Ellie, uh-huh. but he's not strong enough anymore. Right. He, he's like, I'm just gonna get her killed. He can't protect uh, her because he's getting old. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And it's so good, and he tries to convince Tommy to to take Ellie because it's like you know where the fireflies are, uh, and stuff like that. Even though Tommy, we learn uh, Maria's pregnant. Yep. Um, but uh, but Tommy says he'll do it. Yeah, he yep. does. Which yeah. Is, and this is like that's the most, like Tommy's like yeah I'll do it, and like that's all planned. And Ellie and, and Joel have this like terrible conversation, Ooh, big argument. super heated argument, and then the morning comes, and 
and Joel's there to take yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> and and what does he what does he ask her? He's like, he's like, uh, you deserve a choice. And before he can even finish. lay out the options, Ellie just like, let's go. Yep. Shoves her backpack. It was obvious. Yeah, that's that's another. So well done scenes. Yeah, Joel talking to Tommy is not exactly how it goes in the game. Where it's a little bit more angry mm-hmm. in the game, but in the show, what I love is that you do get more of that look into Joel's perspective and why he's trying to basically pawn Ellie off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in one of the one-to-one scenes is Joel arguing with Ellie, mm-hmm. um, which is so good. Uh, and because uh, Ellie overhears that conversation and knows that Joel's trying to get rid of her and mm-hmm. and stuff like that, um, and but Ellie brings up Sarah. Yep. Yeah, and which she just learned about from Maria that day. That's right. Mm-hmm. This is um, what she finds out. Yeah. Um, uh, with the like, I'm not her, you know. And then, yeah, yeah. just all uh, chef's kiss. Yeah. So good. Um, doesn't she think that he, Joel doesn't want to be with her because he doesn't care about her? Or is it, or does she not realize that? I think she she gets it to some extent. Yeah. So what she, one of her, uh, why she gets angry is she says, everybody, uh, I've loved has either died or left me except for you. Right. Uh, And so she's like, uh, actually her big thing is then she says, uh, so don't say that I'd be better off without you because the truth is I'd be more scared. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And oh, and they both get the Remy nominations. (laughs) Comparisons of loss. Yeah. Because he's like, you you have no idea. Yeah. But he doesn't know what she's been through either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Communication, guys. That's, yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> you gotta talk. The whole point of this episode yeah. is to say, in your relationships in life, just yeah. talk Communicate. Yeah. Just tell the truth. Tell the whole truth. Talk about your feelings. <laughs> even the bad ones. Yeah. The, the hard ones. Not bad ones. No, yeah, ones. Exactly, exactly. I think that episode was probably the most beautiful branching off from the game. Yeah. Because the whole damn scene and the missions throughout the game is such a cool piece to the game yeah but it would not have felt right written the same way as a tv show and they just they branched them apart but then they worked perfectly back together and i was talking to emil not to jump too far ahead but this to me with the final decision that joel has uh in the game, it's it's much more. It feels much more from the heart, mm-hmm. um, and just like on the spot, boom. Whereas in the show, it feels like every episode is building to you understanding why Joel decides to mm-hmm. kill everybody in the hospital. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And this is just another episode where it's like I can start to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Joel's yeah. his attachment to Ellie. Yeah. yeah. Especially knowing after playing the game, knowing what's going to happen, you start to really empathize. Yeah. Yeah. More yeah. with that. And there's the bit in this episode where uh, this is actually the episode where Joel has his panic attacks. Uh, right. And after he argues right with the Tommy the first time, yeah, yeah, he has one right at the beginning, and then he argues with, with Tommy. Uh, with uh, when the dog come up with the when the raiders find the right when he has his first one and the dog yeah. comes up to Ellie. The first one's just oh he has oh, one yeah. out of yeah. the house. That's, yeah. yeah, oh that's right. Just, just yeah. walking right up to fence. a fence. Yeah. yeah, but then he also has one when they when get they caught. yeah because yeah. he he couldn't do anything to protect Ellie right. at that moment. And he like pictures the dog like yeah. attacking. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it's just you know 
licking Ellie. And, yeah. yeah, it's very cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then after arguing with Tommy, he has his third panic attack. Uh, and he sees someone who looks a lot like Sarah. Yeah. Uh, but like grown up. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, we see obviously it's not Sarah and this person has their own daughter and yeah. uh, just echoing more like that, that void that Joel has that yeah. Ellie does fill in. Because yeah. we didn't, there wasn't that in the game, right? We didn't really no. get any of that, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that no. much of an insight into his, like, mental well-being. Yeah. No. And it was cool to see the woman who he thought was Sarah, was about Sarah's, what, how old Sarah would have been yeah. if she was still mm-hmm. around. Yeah. And and had a kid, which yeah, exactly. really puts yeah. into perspective. Yeah. What he's missing. Yeah, what he's lost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, believe it or not, that's not the entire episode, because then <laughs> we go oh. to... University of Eastern Colorado or something, uh, which is the next. This is probably the cliffhanger of the uh, series. Callus. Oh, for sure. Callus, oh, Callus comes in. We can't forget to mention our beloved Callus. That's that's but the they never name it. Yeah. In the okay, show. they don't name it in the show, but in the game, his name is Callus, and we love him. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they make their way to where uh, Tommy thinks the fireflies would be, but then we find out that they've moved, and then there are these other raiders who come after them. Uh, and then Joel gets uh, poked with a broken baseball bat. Poked. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and by poked, I mean Absolutely stabbed and bleeding stabbed. profusely. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely good. And I was so angry at him for just pulling it out yeah. right away. Leave it in. Leave it in until yeah. you Don't can get out. to a safe place where you can stop the bleeding immediately. Listen, adrenaline. You know? Yep. Idiot move. Yeah, yeah. I was um, <laughs> Have you even ever been stabbed before? Yeah. <laughs> Many times. <laughs> Splintered baseball bat. Yeah, that's every other Tuesday for me. Yeah. Um, move in on to episode seven, Left Behind, which is based off of the uh, like additional books? episode. Uh, the what? The Left Behind books. That's a. It's a huge sidebar. Okay. So let's not do it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> So uh, it's based off of the DLC from the game, uh, and it shows Ellie taking Joel uh, to a house that's empty, uh, but not knowing what to do, and Joel tells her to leave and get back to Tommy. Uh, And then we get the flashback of Ellie with her best friend, Riley. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another heartbreaking episode. Air quotes, best friend. Right, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were best friends, also. They were also yeah. best friends. If you're not friends with your partner, then I've been doing honestly, it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this whole episode is pretty one-to-one with the game. This is actually yeah. something that we played very recently because mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, I wanted you guys to see it, but I, I didn't include it where it happens in the game because uh, I thought it, I don't know what my reasoning was. You could probably go either way uh, mm-hmm. of doing it after you beat the game or just put it in where yep. it should be. Um, but uh, yeah, just. It's so cool to see this expanded background on Ellie and uh, finding out who uh, the person is that she lost yep. uh, and things like that. Uh, Brownie's finally getting up from his hour-long licking session. Um, <laughs> to join us here at the table. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Thoughts on Left Behind? Um, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. It was a tough, tough watch, especially at the end. Yeah, and I remember being like, finding it, the way that Ellie reacts when, when she finds out that they're both infected. And that and so in the beginning, like, they both got bit. And so the, their thinking is that they're both going to go crazy together. Yeah. 
which of course won't actually happen right. because you know we know that Ellie's not yeah. going to turn. Uh, the line from the, that's straight from the game that I love is, "We could be all po- all poetic and lose our minds together." Yeah, yeah. which yeah. is, and, but then, yeah. but before Ellie, before they get to that point, Ellie like like loses it, like g- like smashes all of the yep. shelves in at the yeah. store they're in, and like ha- has this like outbreak of just a complete breakdown, anger. Yeah. yeah, which I thought was just you know powerful to see that like she. Again, this like violence that she reacts with, with in these situations mm-hmm. where she's losing, yeah, people, things she loves. Yeah. And the entire time they were in the mall, I was just waiting for something bad to happen mm-hmm. from the immediate start of all the lights going on, all the different sounds in the mall. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the whole entire time was just a buildup of angst. Yeah. Of when is it going to happen? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy how you just see so much joy. This is the most joyful episode of the whole thing. Yeah. But you can't be happy yep. throughout any of it because you are just filled with anxiety of what's, yeah. what's going to ruin this. Yeah. Why haven't like, we heard of Riley can't, before? Right, yeah. Except for like one name drop in the first yeah. episode. Yeah, there, right. can't be, there can't be this without a lot of pain. Yeah. And, yeah. and then this is the episode where the head of the, the trainers at least tells ellie yeah. that she is a leader right yeah. as well which also helps to just with that character development and in the beginning she has some light allegiance to fedra yeah mm-hmm. yeah in her head and it really adds to mm-hmm. why she has that even with the trauma she's had because of it right when mm-hmm. he like he tells her that she's a leader and basically promises like if you just work with me like you're going to have a good life. Yeah. Which is probably yeah. not a total lie. Like, he's actually being trying to be kind. Right. But it's this, yeah. like, idea of, like, if she had chosen that, yeah. she would have had this good yeah. life during this apocalypse. But instead, here we are. Yep. Where she has a great um, life. All, all kind of uh, being similar to the... <laughs> the Bill and Frank story that's just a, a whole episode just to dictate why Ellie makes her next move, which is mm-hmm. to stay with Joel mm-hmm. yep. so that she doesn't lose someone else. Yep. Um, yeah, really good episode, mm-hmm. but uh, it's somewhat straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Any other last thoughts before we get into the final two? Let's get it. So. Let's dig in. Uh, oh boy. The next super depressing moment oh, this after... Is my, oh, this episode. Uh, after Sam and Henry, uh, episode eight, when we are in need, uh, which is where Ellie meets David. I'm filled with rage at this yep. episode yeah. and this game. The um, blah. What I love is something that you know I lost since I you know played the game and knew what was happening, but mm-hmm. still seeing like just the way that they built up. That you don't necessarily know that this group of people living at the ski resort, you don't know that they're eating people. Necessarily. Yeah. You don't know that they're cannibals until yeah. uh, pretty late. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you get inklings, yeah. but the oh, first. Why can't we bury our husband? Yeah. The ground's too hard. Yeah, we're going to wait till spring. Or are we eating him? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like for the first like 25 minutes, you think that David's just a, a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, he's mm-hmm. like trying to help Ellie. He's like, yeah, go get some penicillin for uh, Joel and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, that doesn't last. Uh, and so Ellie's yep. kidnapped. Uh, we find out that the person that Joel killed who stabbed him was a member of this community. 
Uh, and so that's uh, I love the reveal. It's pretty similar to the game where uh, David tells the story of, uh, you know, it's been a hard winter. We sent some people out to a local college to find food. One of them died. He was a father, uh, was murdered by a crazy man traveling with a little girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just that whole... But we know that that man hit Joel first. Yeah, and yeah. He's defending himself. Um, but just seeing the moments on Ellie uh, just yeah. happened too late. Of, oh, oh, shit. No. <laughs> that was us. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad, actually. Um, yeah, and so then uh, I love that Ellie goes back and, and gives Joel the penicillin. And she's like, I don't know. Where do I put yeah. this? Where do I put this? <laughs> How much? <laughs> so she just like fills it up and just Stabs like... Stabs him. And- right in his wound, which yeah. is like... Probably not the worst idea, no. uh, but mm. just, you know, that level of anxiety of mm. like, please don't make this worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, yeah, we talked about how, um, like, we were like, yeah, I don't think you could OD on penicillin. <laughs> and that none of us really know how to do yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, if I was given so, a vial of so penicillin in a syringe. Yeah. Um, also should mention this is another actor from the game coming in so David's mm-hmm. right hand man James is played played by Troy Baker who plays Joel in the game yep. um, so does cool a good to job. see him he does, yeah he does a really good job yeah. Um, but uh, yeah so, so David takes Ellie locks her in a cage uh, and the rest of David's men are looking for Joel yep. uh, in these houses and then you see Joel with the combination of penicillin, adrenaline, and honestly love. Yep. <laughs> and, and Ellie prepared him. She yeah. Her, she took that yeah. moment. It was like, listen, men are coming. I'm going to lead them away from you. Here's this knife. If someone comes down here, kill them. Yep. But you don't know if it, like, he got if any of that. Because he's just like, he, like, eyes open and then eyes closed. Yep. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh no, he's dead. Um, but uh, yeah, but just seeing him dead. just, yeah, just murk that one dude still visibly super tired and just mm-hmm. basically falls on this guy to stab him yeah and then just like can't get up for a little bit yeah but um, every time he kills someone he gets stronger he yeah so he's absorbing their soul exactly as he's yeah. Killing them. yeah yeah is as is scientifically like true yes yeah yeah um but uh yeah and then this is skipping ahead from the stuff with ellie and david but one of my favorite scenes from the game is translated really well here, which is Joel's interrogation yeah. Yeah. of oh, the two God, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I say interrogation, I mean torture. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Where he is, he's up, he's, you know, still super pale and limping around, but he's he's in it, and yep. he's just torturing these guys to find out where they took Ellie. Uh, and I just love him. He We get back his uh, torture method of point on the map where Ellie is, and then it better be the same spot that your buddy points, yep. points to. And he goes all Guantanamo Bay on yeah. uh, the two of them. Uh, yeah, he, he kills the first one. The guy's like, he told you what you wanted. Uh, like, I'm not going to tell you anything. It's like, that's okay. I believe him. And then just whacks him yep. with a bar. So good. I like. It's terrifying, but I love it. Yep. It's, it's pure so rage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, meanwhile, Ellie and David having a great time together. Um, <laughs> turns out that uh, David is secretly feeding the uh, his people human yep. uh, meat, which in the game you can, like you they don't really touch on it that much. But I always got the sense that they all knew that they're mm-hmm. eating human, 
Uh, but here, David's like, only a few of us know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the rest think it's elk or yeah, deer. Deer, or... yeah. <laughs> you get the beware. Uh, like, the guy brings out like a bunch of chunks of meat mm-hmm. uh, yeah. for the stew. And the, the woman's like, what is this? And he takes me, he's like, venison. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like so clear that he's like, venison? Like, clearly a lie. Yeah. Um, and also that uh, David is a uh, super creep uh, and is basically wanting Ellie to be his child bride. Yep. Yep. Um, Not basically. No, he, uh, he wants right to. forward yeah. once. Yeah. yeah. Is it bad that I was suspicious of him as soon as I heard he was a pastor? <laughs> well, I want to make a comment on that in that, uh, like, this whole show, almost purely because of the gay relationships in it, ha- like, has a commentary against it by a lot of people who are yeah. particularly conservative. Yep. Mm. And I was worried that this episode would be taken in such a way that it was like, oh, the religious guys? They're the ones eating it. <laughs> yeah, right. And then thankfully they sort of separate that. Yeah. As in like this guy is manipulating the yeah. hell out yeah. of all these yeah. people. Yeah. And he's not representing a faith. Yeah. No, he is. Yeah. I think yeah. the thing that I'm that I most like about this episode is so like as you're watching it, as time goes on, there it's building this like this stereotypical archetype of like Joel is like fighting to get back to Ellie and Ellie's situation is getting worse and worse and worse and it's this damsel in distress type of scenario that's happening like very clearly being built and you're like okay Joel's gonna swoop in and save her just in time and that's not what happens yeah like she saves herself yeah yeah she fucks shit up yeah she she truly yeah it's terrifying but but it's still not okay emotionally no it's clearly not okay but she but she didn't Joel didn't save her yeah she got out and then he was there for her. Yeah. And it's this like flip on that that archetype in this yeah. really cool way. And it, yeah, I'm just glad they did it. Yeah. That it happened that way. I've always, yeah, I, very honestly, like I, I'm saying this a lot, but once one with the game, with the idea of, you know, she's on her back and reaching back for the machete uh, and then like wax him and then gets on top and wax him 5,000 times. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a minor thing, but I, I did kind of prefer in the game where. Uh, she, they're still in the burning building and she's still wailing away at him. And then Joel comes in and it's like, okay, hey, you're good. And then they have a conversation there before they leave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the show, she finishes, walks out, and then finds yeah. uh, Joel finds her. Beautiful embrace at yeah. the end. Well, yeah. yeah, and it starts out with her worried about trying to kill this yeah. guy who just grabbed her. But yeah. it's Joel and she's like, holy shit, you survived. Right, kind of right. Yeah. Um, one of the, yeah one one part of why I like in the game is uh, the music there is fantastic in the game, but also uh, it's you know Joel grabbing Ellie. She's like get off me, uh, but then she realizes it's Joel, and then they hug. She he calls her baby girl, and it's like oh that's what he called Sarah. Um, uh, but then in the game uh, they separate, and then Joel starts talking to her, and Ellie's just nodding, but you don't hear what they're saying, mm-hmm. uh, and. I mean, honestly, that's probably just the thing where they wrote something, they realized it didn't work, so then they just put the music over top right. and make it this unspoken thing. You have to imagine what um, they're saying. Yeah. And it's pretty easy to do. Like, yeah. you can fill in the blank. But... I, 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 I just missed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially in the burning building aesthetic. I get it. It makes sense. Like, you mm-hmm. gotta get out of there. But, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's something that I did miss. But they still 
kill it here. And Bella yeah. Ramsey yeah. again mm-hmm. earns an Emmy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah she's I think that that scene where she comes out and then is concerned about Joel being an attacker and then like turns and realizes yeah. and how like incredibly uh, how hard it is for her to process that mm-hmm. uh, emotionally really ties into how lost in the moment she is because this whole the last like five episodes have been about how they are always thinking about each other mm-hmm. yeah especially the last like three episodes two episodes and then in this case she practically has forgotten about Joel she is purely survival instinct right mm-hmm. and yeah um, yeah I mean it speaks I mean it was it was like for me it's like the most traumatic episode really. yeah, like, yeah for, for sure happens yeah. to her in yeah. such a short amount of yeah. time yeah any other thoughts before we go on to the last episode okay Ooh, can I can I enter in the last episode with something fun sure Jacob looked it up it's a real giraffe they yeah. used a real oh, giraffe. I saw pictures. Okay, I saw pictures of Ellie with a real giraffe, but yeah. I could have sworn when we were watching that 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 was not a real. Yeah, giraffe. it looked. But real it's real. CGI. It's real. Yeah. 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 Isn't that it mind blowing? I saw this text post that was like, <laughs> the text was like, uh, learns that the giraffe in Last of Us is real, and then it says the giraffe, and it's like this cartoon drawing yeah of right <laughs> like you yeah in the episode you're like that can't be maybe, maybe it was maybe just one giraffe in the background and it wasn't giraffe that she fed <laughs> the real giraffe was like the one yeah way exactly back. exactly I'll, I'll have the strength to say it maybe giraffes are ugly <laughs> <laughs> maybe we just like haven't ever seen one close up and we don't know what they yeah. look like <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're always all so high up yeah, yeah. right yeah. um yeah when was the last time you fed a giraffe or shook its hand. <laughs> I have a pet one in my basement, so I, I see never, one every day. Yeah. I've yeah. never shaken a giraffe's hand. I didn't know they had hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, kicking off this episode, one last uh, game actor coming in. I don't know if you two, Emil and Becca, uh, know about this because I, this, I heard it. Yeah, yeah this that. this one we had to watch separately. Yes, uh, yeah. we were all in different places. I asked. I asked all of us to wait, and Jacob said, "Hell no." <laughs> Listen, waiting. I would have gladly watched it again. I'm just saying, I'm I'm watching it as soon as it comes out. <laughs> uh, this man of, has no patience. Jacob and I were out of the country, and we watched it before you guys got yeah. the chance. So. Yeah, yeah, because I was traveling, and I wanted to watch it with someone. I wouldn't be all alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the intro scene with someone who's pregnant, who ends up being Ellie's mother, uh, is played by Ashley Johnson, who <laughs> is. <laughs> Uh, who is Ellie in the game? Yep. Yes, uh, I did. Do and that. funny enough, resembles Ellie in the TV yeah. show in a way as well that yeah. works out like, really well. The voice is still similar. Yeah, and the yeah. round face and small features. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, she she does really well with that, and I th- I just think it's really a cool symbolic yep. thing to have her be Ellie's mother. Um, it's such a powerful scene. Yeah, yeah. And she uh, was also on the screen for like what 10, 15 minutes, and yeah, like, she had you drawn in immediately. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we see Marlene, who took Ellie uh, at birth uh, because um, uh, Ellie's mom, Anna, was bitten while she gave birth, which yep. is kind yeah. of hinting at, oh, there's a reason why she's immune. Right. right. Which um, we don't get in the game, right? No, we don't. Just, that was a new... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she lies to Marlene. She, yeah. she cut the cord yeah. before, before she was bit. Yeah. Uh, but it was after, and that's probably why she's immune. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um and so, 
yeah, really cool scene. You see Marlene was friends with Ellie's mom and then has to kill her and, and things like that. Um, and then we get back Mind to details. present day. Things like that. <laughs> things like that, you know. Just normal things. Casual. Casual friendships. Uh, and then present day, Ellie is pretty withdrawn. Uh, yeah. Whether it's from the traumatic events from the winter. or Horrible if it's PTSD. Just, yeah, or if it's like, hey, we're nearing the end and it's it's getting a little nerve-wracking uh, of this journey. Um, but uh, yeah, then... Uh, Joel trying to reach out uh, says like hey I found more Chef Boyardee uh, and it's like hey here's Boggle if you want to uh, beat me at something beat me at something this would be uh, right. the way to do it uh, offers to teach her how to play guitar because mm-hmm. uh, he he played guitar um, that was after the Firefly Camp right uh, that this was before oh was mm-hmm. it okay yeah, yeah. Like the giraffe and they're like walking through oh yeah right right yeah just camp. just before yeah. he tells the story of his. Like the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, so and the, then the fireflies find them, right? Yeah. So, so the big thing that's different from the game is, yeah. Then uh, Joel is saying, like, "Hey, this was a, a medical tent in the first few days of the, the mm-hmm. uh, outbreak, uh, and I was in one of these, and like on like the second day." And Ellie's like, "Oh, was this for Sarah?" And he's like, "No, it was for me." And then we find out that the scar that he says someone shot and missed it was yeah. him. He tried to kill himself after Sarah died, yep. uh, which is not in the game, uh, but I think so well done. Mm-hmm. And I and recently watched back when she first asks him about the scar. He said it was somebody who shot and missed, and she asks, "Are you glad they missed?" And or. I, I think she asked if you glad are you glad they missed as well as like did you get them back mm-hmm. yeah yeah and he's yep. like I missed too or he, something. I missed yeah. too something yeah. like that yeah right um, which is such an interesting response yeah. to them knowing, yeah yeah in the future um, but that they really connect and then this is basically them like their version of saying I love you so much is mm-hmm. just saying like. Uh, like, I'm, I'm unloading their personal trauma. Well, yeah. the, the line that stuck with me was Ellie. Ellie says, "Well, you know, time heals all wounds, right?" And and yeah. Joel's like, "It wasn't time, yeah, right." And in like directly indicating like yeah. it was you. And right. they get and misty like, eyed, and then I get misty eyed. So <laughs> I'm yeah. sitting. We were, Emil and I were watching this episode together, and I'm sitting on the couch like tears. And Emil, I don't even remember what you said, but you turned to me and said something stupid. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Checks out." Like this is like I, that line for me was yeah, so that powerful. was so good. Yeah, and uh, then pull out the pun book uh, for a few more, which the one that Joel gives a 3 out of 10 is insane. That's that's the first good one of the show, which is, what did the green grape say to the purple grape? Breathe, you idiot. It's so good. <laughs> but Joel's like, 3 out of 10. Uh, but just a, a cool moment of obviously something bad is going to happen because they're laughing and having fun. Mm-hmm. Just like between them in the background, you and see then the, the fun police arrive. Yeah, um, <laughs> and throw up the the oh, smoke grenade bomb. or whatever. Yeah, flashbang. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and so then we're in uh, Hotel Firefly. Uh, or hospital, I guess. Where Marlene mysteriously shows up. Yes. With Joel. We don't know where Ellie is. Yeah. Yep. Joel's, uh, you know, <laughs> Marlene's like, you're the one person I didn't want to be in debt to. Yep. But I owe you, like, I lost so many people on my way here. Yep. And I barely made it. But somehow, How did you make it? Yeah. yeah. He just um, says it was all her. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 
And uh, then we find out, uh, Joel's like, I want to see her. And Marlene says, you can. She's being prepped for surgery. Mm-hmm. It's like, what do you mean surgery? Yeah. Uh, it turns out that the doctor's theory is that the cordyceps is growing all over the brain. And it's why she's immune. So they have to do brain surgery and basically cut out her brain. Yep. Uh, to, to get the cure. Do a, a lobotomy. Yeah. Uh, which is another reason why I love the additions to the show so much. Is because you never really question it that much in the game of whether or not it's going to work. Right. But they've seeded throughout the show that it's like, well, we don't know if mm-hmm. she actually is going to make a cure. Right. Uh, and so that makes it even more morally gray. Right. What is about to happen. Mm-hmm. But if, if I'm not wrong, they explain it more in the show, though, than they do in the game as to but what the doctor's f- thinking. Theory. Yeah. yeah. It's a theory, but it's also but it like, like, like one with some sort of backing to it. Yeah. 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 Like Marlene still says the doctor thinks it will work. Yep. She doesn't say they'll be able to make a vaccine. Right. She says the doctor thinks it'll work. But no matter what, Ellie will die. Yeah. Versus, Even if it does not work. Yeah, like yeah. the expert in the very first scene of the show yep. says there's no cure yep. for this and so it's just this question of you know is it gonna work yep. but also the fact that neither of them are allowing ellie the choice yep. uh joel ends up destroying an entire firefly base uh sorry before we keep going you're yeah. talking about neither of them allowing ellie a choice i think it's important that we go back to the conversation that they have before the medical mm. tent. Yeah. Where Ellie's like very clear. I mean, obviously there's not, her life is not directly on the line. Like they don't know that that's going to happen. But she's yeah. very clear about like, we need to carry this through. Like Joel right. tells her like, hey, what if we just turn around and go back to Jackson? Yeah. yeah. She, like, we, we've been through a lot. Like, right. Yeah. And she's like super clear with him. Like, and I don't, does that happen in the game? It does. Yeah. Okay. I think that that conversation is pretty one to one. Okay. Where, where she like, says, yeah, we finished what we started. There's no yeah. halfway with right. Right. Which is... It's, such an incredibly written in where the whole show is leading you to empathize with Joel and then on the last episode where he has to make a decision is when you're like empathizing with oh, Ellie. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Ellie's wish is what we should go for here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it gives you the, the reason to be conflicted about the ending. Like it's yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so uh, Marlene is like, hey, take Joel out to the highway and if he tries anything, shoot him. Uh, and of course... Joel messes up these two fireflies, uh, gets their guns, and is like, okay, I'm going to go save my daughter, yep. basically. I'm going to be a badass now. Yeah. My turn to kill everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, kills everyone. And yep. just, I love this. And I've gone back to watch it, and I probably will a few more times. Just the brutality of him climbing these hospital floors and yep. murdering so many people with this music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like, it's not happy. But it's also not like the Imperial March from Star Wars. There's mm-hmm. some amount of, I don't want to say hope to it, but it's mm-hmm. there's still like the longing. It's uh, like this dark heroic act. Yeah. yeah. And the, it's incorporated into the show so well. Mm-hmm. The The composer from the game is the composer for the show. Uh, yeah. Gustavo uh, Centoaya, I believe. I'm probably pronouncing that name wrong. But uh, uh, yeah, he kills it. And it's it, some... Stuff from the game from this moment, but some stuff that's added on to drag it out that does have like those low strings going on. Yeah, uh, love, love this and just how brutal it is. And you know, it's something that you don't necessarily think about when you're playing the game. I mean, you do it to some extent, 
Uh, but when you're in, you're playing The Last of Us and you're just like, okay, I got to take out this floor so I can get to the next part. Mm-hmm. At some point that just becomes muscle memory and you're yeah. just killing these fireflies. Right. Whereas here you have no controller. You're just watching Joel mm-hmm. murder these people. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get to the, uh, the, uh, surgery room, uh, and the doctor is like, I won't let you take her. Think of how many lives this could save. Joel. Shoots him in the head. Yeah, no which is thinking. Like, just, yeah, which he is, comes at her with a scalpel, though. Yeah, but it's even so. more note. Like he kills a doctor, like yeah. one of the few people left. Yeah, who could have, who has the knowledge to maybe help. Yeah, save mm-hmm. them, and he just kills him. <laughs> Shoots him. In the um, head. It keeps the two nurses alive at least. Yeah. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun fact: uh, this won't mean much to you right now, but one of the nurses uh, is an actor who plays an important character in part two, it just as a cameo. Oh. Uh, kind of thing, uh, which is just you mean is a vo- is a voice actor for it, yeah is is one of the is, is voice is one of the main characters from Last of Us Part. Oh, that's cool. Um, but uh, yeah, and then picks Ellie up, goes down to the basement, and then we have the last conversation with Marlene, where like it is like oh, but Joel, why did you kill so many people? And Marlene's like oh, like this is what she would have wanted. It's like well, you didn't ask her either. Yep, mm-hmm. you you. She's Marlene says explicitly, we didn't tell her what she does, she doesn't know she wasn't in any pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, neither of them were giving Ellie the choice yeah. to, to make right. a decision mm-hmm. here. Um, but Marlene good. does also bring remind us that, like, and I and I think she's genuine in this that she also is sacrificing, like, she made a vow to her best friend to protect yeah. Yeah. this girl mm-hmm. and is yeah. and is deciding the different choice from Joel, right? Is picking the the opposite option. Mm-hmm. And so that like they do I feel like do a better job in the show of like pinning them against each other of like in some ways they have the same stake in this emotionally and they're yeah. making the opposite choice. Yeah. And how interesting that is. Once she lays out this is a world where she could just die as a normal person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Rather than die trying at least to do something. Um yeah. yeah. And that and that this is his last chance to go back on that because Marlene still has connections. She could make something happen. Right. There's still time. Even yeah. now. But Joel's like, nah. Shoots Marlene. Gets Ellie out of there. Shoots Marlene like in the leg. Yeah. And then gets, puts Ellie in the, van, in the van. Goes back and... Uh, Marlene begs him Yeah. Let me go. Her. He says, you just come after her. Yeah. Yeah. What a great line. Yeah. That was from the game as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, intercut with this is uh the big one of well, one of the big decisions, uh, which is in the van, Ellie wakes up and Joel lies. Yeah. And says there are more uh immune people like you. They've run tests, they've stopped looking for a vaccine, and then raiders came and attacked and we barely got out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um which I kind of, you know, you kind of get the sense that Ellie knows that this is bull. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it's yeah. like she's still like in a stupor yeah. at that point. Yeah. Like from waking up from anesthesia or whatever. Yeah. Um, and uh, then they finally made it back to Wyoming. And uh, Joel being much more open and talking about Sarah and being like, I think you guys would have been friends and, mm-hmm. and all that. And it's cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ellie, similar to the beginning of the episode, is a little closed off. Yep. Uh, before she finally reveals to Joel, like, hey, I had a friend, Riley. She got bit too. She died. Then Tess died. Then Sam died. Uh, and uh, asks up front, did 
was everything you said about the fireflies true? And Joel doubles down. Yeah. He says, I swear. And like he does it well. Like he, he does it well enough. Yeah. He doesn't hesitate. Yeah. He sells the, it better that time. Than yeah. He, does he sells it better. Car, and you, like, sure. you watch him and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. And Ellie, but you can see then in Ellie's reaction, she's just, she just chooses to believe him. Yeah. You can tell that she doesn't like, she's not convinced. Yeah. She just says, like, okay. Yep. Yeah. Oh. So good. And then curtain is close. Credits. It's mm. terrible. So, so that's the last of a season one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to know what everyone here, as well as the listeners at home, email askwtd at gmail.com. Correct. What your, like, whether you side with Joel. Yeah, Team or Joel or Team Marlene. Joel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because um, I was talking to a friend today who said he is fully Team Joel. Because I, I can't say yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't I, I say Joel's an asshole, mm-hmm. but I would do the same thing. Yeah, I really you would. You I'm would team do Marlene. The same thing. I, I'm team. Letter Letter Die for a Cause. But, but you don't know you that got, she's got to give her the cause. choice, and yeah, you don't know if it's gonna work. Yeah, it's still it's still part of the cause. You don't know if it's gonna work, but kill you one sound like a, a high school yeah. army recruiter now, yeah. Barry. <laughs> Whose side are you on? Really? <laughs> I, <And that's>, I, <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious that Ellie would have wanted to die mm-hmm. yeah. for the cause. I think yeah. that's what she would have chosen. I think that's pretty clear. But she just, mm-hmm. said she, uh, an assumed yes isn't a yes. No. And Joel is fully selfish. It's true. Joel yeah. is fully selfish yep. on this one. Yes, I yeah, an asshole, yeah. But I would have been done the same thing. He, he like was I'm like, trying, I'm not going to lose another daughter. Yeah. I'm trying to like mm-hmm. think if it was like one of my siblings, like what would I actually do? And the other part that's hard for me is like, there, like that scene with the music with Joel. Like, there's so much violence. He murders so many people. Yeah, and but like, he's done I that before. He has done that before, but I, I don't know why it feels different in that scene. And I'm just like, I don't know if I'm capable of that. Well, even like, you know, what's interesting now that you bring yeah. that up is, you know, we hear the illusions of like his years with Tommy in the initial mm-hmm. uh, outbreak of you know killing so many innocent people, mm-hmm. uh, and it's just to survive. Yep. Whereas here, he killed a lot of. Somewhat innocent people, yeah, for the most part. Uh, but it's someone. but it's yeah, it's it's not to survive; it's for someone else to yeah. survive. Yeah, that he loves. Yeah, it's a selfish reason for the first time yeah. probably in his life that he's. Yeah, or not first time, but it's tough. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and now season two. It's next week. Yeah, I say we start playing. <laughs> Let's just do, do Sundays. Yeah. Put it on let's right do, now. Yeah, let's do it right now. What time is it? 9.15. Yeah, any other final thoughts? I know this has been a long episode, but I think it's worth it. Mm. I could go on for many more hours talking about yeah. this. I wish Nate and Winter could have been here. Yes. To make good comments. Let me, Too uh, bad they were taking a big-ass shit and couldn't come. It's my joke, Neil. <laughs> well, you didn't say it. You had an hour and a half. <laughs> And you it's didn't an hour say and 41 it. Minutes, so. Some of some of that is us getting drinks and yeah. stuff, but mm-hmm. um, so I have a couple quick thoughts uh, from Nate and Winter. Uh, Winter just said uh, she uh, she wished it was a longer season, which I think is a good problem to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt like a video game. Uh, I think that was just Nate transcribing. Um, and Nate said my biggest thing was that I felt like many of the suspenseful sequences were played out over long periods of time we for instance uh, when they are in the arcade in the mall we know 
that is when they get attacked. So it's hard for us as viewers to enjoy the happiness they are feeling. Uh, that's just one of the instances where the viewer feels the stress of the situation before the characters do. Dramatic irony, especially because uh, for many people who played the video game, they already kind of know what happened. Yeah. Because uh, when I watched the vi- when I watched you play the video game of that part, like I I didn't know that was coming. Right. Yeah, and sure. so I, just I came could, out the DLC yeah. aspect yeah. to it. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I knew that Ellie got, gets bit at some point, and I imagined we were going to explore that, but I didn't yeah. know. Well, and she mentions getting bit with a friend at the final cliff scene in the uh in the video game right yes and she does in the she says it Mm -hmm. in the show too Mm -hmm. uh although in the in episode two uh ellie mentions that she got bit in the mall and says she was alone yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, oh and yeah so white lie yeah um yeah and i i think that's kind of a testament to you know, the naivete that they have in this world of, you know, happiness is fleeting because in a second there's going to be an infected, a clicker coming around the corner and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Any other final thoughts before we wrap up? <sighs> Show just took everything from me. <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to take it again. <laughs> watch it. Everyone should watch yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Please watch it. And then send your feelings to askwtd yeah. at gmail.com. But watch I'm it talking to you, you, Jack Badger. <laughs> watch it before you listen to us literally narrate the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's just do some quick, uh, definitely not procrastinatings. Uh, do you know what this is, Emil? No. This I is just this far. something that you've watched, read, listened to, done that has been... That you've enjoyed and, and whatever, really. So uh, we can give ours first. Uh, Harry, why don't you kick us off? Sure. Um, so just talking about media I've consumed recently. Uh, the lucky thing about living with Jacob, excuse the brownie getting up from underneath the table noises, yeah. um, is that he has such a wide breadth of appreciation for media that goes from something depressing like last of us to something (laughs) as funny as the show party down which is a little known show but is such so worth the watch i forget what it's on the first two seasons the first two seasons are on hulu the first season on hulu Uh, which is much more achievable than the third season that is coming out on stars right yeah which is what it initially aired on Mm -hmm. yeah yeah they're Uh, doing a revival series yeah adam scott from uh, Parks and Rec. Yeah. He's one of the main people on it. Uh, Lily Kaplan. Um, from, what was she in? I think, was she in True Lots Blood? Lots of stuff. Masters, uh, Masters of Sex. I think, yeah, I think Masters of Sex. Yeah. Uh, I know her from Now You See Me Too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, oh, and she was from Mean Girls. Uh, she oh, that's was, right. Yeah, she's the not cool friend. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's the female not cool friend of Lindsay Lohan's. Anyways, and then Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch is in it. Jane yeah. Lynch is in it. Megan Mullally. Yeah. So also. it yeah. is so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, excuse my French. It, it it's so worth a watch. Yeah. If you if you've got Hulu, try it out because it's a small show. You don't hear about it a lot. Um, but it's it's gonna make you feel happy, uh, yeah. Which is very valuable in my opinion, <laughs> especially after Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Becca, what about you? 
Well, I will also share a bit of media that I watched, um, which was also inspired by our very own Jacob Novak here. I was recently on a plane ride um, mm. back from California. Forgot about this. And I was browsing the movie options, and I had been. Jacob had told me about this movie called The Banshees of Inisherin. 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 Yeah. Inisherin. Um, as one of his favorites of the year, but I hadn't watched it, and so it was on. It was available on this plane, so I was like, all right, I'll. It's a good time to watch it. Um, and I don't know how I feel about it yet. <laughs> I'm being totally honest. It was, I mean, you hadn't really given me any insight on on what yeah. it was. Like, I didn't really know what to expect. Um, but it's like, it's just sort of like, not really like anything else I've watched. It kind of has yeah. like. It's like a breakup movie. Yeah. And it kind about of. About two friends. Yeah. Which is, which is a weird premise. It's yeah. not common. It has like some of the, and you can. If you disagree with this, let me know. But I, some of the like feel of it, like the feel of it felt to me a little bit like how Fleabag is. Mm, sure. Like this kind of like dark comedy vibes. <laughs> That's actually so funny that you say that because Martin McDonough, the writer and director, uh, is with Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who is Fleabag oh, and wrote together. Fleabag. Yeah, they're together. There you go. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so yeah. it like it has some of that feeling of just this like... Comedy and weird premise, but it's like kind of just dark the whole time. Um, so yeah, I'm still processing my thoughts on it. Yeah. Um, but I did read this this thing that it seemingly is like a bit of a commentary on the um, the Irish Civil War. Yeah. Which helped me to kind of understand, you know, the plot and premise. So anyway, yeah, that's my yeah definitely not procrastinating. Love that movie. I'm excited um, to talk about it more when you have processed. Yeah, I'll just say. Uh, be careful with your sheep shears <laughs> as, a, as yeah. a general warning for anybody who wants to watch that yeah um, sorry about any excess noise brownies being a little bit of a diva right now giving his two cents yeah um, he's breathing at the mic right now yeah uh, Emil do you have one or do you want me to go um, I have one yeah I w- recently watched something called The Ravenous hmm. which is a horror movie directed by Antonio Bird that came out in 1999 about um, a group of uh, military guys in the 19th century during the Mexican War went mm. on a rescue mission to rescue this one group of guys who had been attacked by a cannibal. But then, in a similar way to The Last of Us, cannibalism is transferred to humans through eating human meat. Mm. So if you eat human meat, you get an insatiable appetite to eat more human meat. Which I thought was a really interesting take off for a horror movie, especially during a time where meat was scarce or it was hard to find. And then, yeah, I thought it was a, it was a weird. It was a weird movie, but it was very interesting. I huh. recommend it if you're yeah. into like some indie horror stuff. It kind of reminds me of an episode of Always Sunny, where Dan DeVito tells Charlie and Dee that uh, he gave them human meat. <laughs> and, they, and they they keep wanting to try it again, but it turns out that it was like raccoon meat with a tapeworm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just thinking about the community episode, the zombie episode. Oh, of the community yeah. as well. Oh. That's it. Yeah, that that has more yeah. to do with what you ate beforehand. That's my other uh, definitely not procrastinating. I started watching Community from the beginning. Oh, for the first time. Yeah, I mean, I've seen oh. random episodes. Oh my god! But I'm starting from the beginning, which I, I did on my. My trip to California, so that's my nice. And we started watching She-Hulk. Nice. Always got to talk about Marvel and Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> um, awesome. You said it's called The Ravenous. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, mine uh, is, I don't have too much specific to say about it, but uh, Harry and I were lucky enough to go to a Barbados um, for, uh, we've rejoined as alumni for Concert Choir. Uh, and it was a, it was a fun week. Just uh, living it up in the sun, doing a lot of singing. It was probably the most singing I've done on a tour, honestly. Um, but uh, some really beautiful spaces that we got to sing in. Um, and uh, yeah, I looked to Junior to College social media stuff around the end of the month because uh, I'll hopefully be posting something that's kind of like a week in the life nice. uh, of stuff we did. But uh, yeah, it was a week a lot in of the fun. life of Jabek Novak. Yes. Jabek. Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> uh but uh yeah we had fun yeah. we watched uh the last of us final episode from the barbados hotel room mm-hmm. yeah. yeah shout out uh what is it dvi yeah South dv Gate. yeah dv south winds dv south winds solid internet yeah haven't been <laughs> 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 Not good no pixely screens <laughs> yeah. no yeah that's... yeah but meanwhile, Becca had to deal with my bullshit. Yeah, yeah. meanwhile, <laughs> we had great, you know, great big TV here with Brownie, but Neil was talking the whole time. <laughs> Couldn't just live in the emotion. Nope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, one, thank you to the listeners if you've listened to this entire episode. I know it's a long haul. but Hi, Mom. Uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, I love talking about this stuff. And thank you to you three for coming on to join to talk about this. Our pleasure. Yeah, of course. Uh, it, it just made sense since we spent every Sunday night together. <laughs> watching this, it's been so. a journey. Yeah. It's fun to culminate yeah. in this way. Yeah. And see you later for yeah, see you in, two. In, in two years for season two. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, awesome. Uh, where can the people find you and any social media or anything that you want to point people to? Emil? No. Harry? I want to talk about <laughs> Rock, rock yeah, I was gonna say uh, you can, uh, you, can find me, you can find me at Rothrock Outfitters on Instagram. Yeah, you can find me on Facebook. Um, Jacob and my door is always unlocked. <laughs> Redacted. Harry's <laughs> car is always unlocked. <laughs> yeah, license plate number. Redacted. Um, uh, I I haven't checked LinkedIn in four years. Well, I check my link- um. LinkedIn regularly, <laughs> and my Instagram is at Bexford. That's B-E-K-S-F-O-R-D. Mm. And it's a A-plus Instagram, if I do say so mm-hmm. myself. So check it out. Twitter or anything? I don't. I'm not on Twitter. That's Evan mm-hmm. Quinter's thing. <laughs> he tells me all the things I need to know. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd, most importantly, at Jacob Yesback. Uh, Letterboxd is where I'm most active. So find me there. I'm always looking for more letterbox followers. But uh, yeah. Well, thanks again for joining us. Uh, tune in in a couple weeks and maybe we'll talk to you back. <laughs>